Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode 34 of Movie Dumpster. Happy Turkey Day, Dumpster Dwellers. This is our Thanksgiving episode, or our thanks garbage episode. And today we're doing the Thanksgiving-themed slasher film called Home Sweet Home from 1981, directed by Nettie Pena. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor <laughs> McGraw. Welcome to the dumpster. Hey, hey, everyone. Now that the redneck is gone and the other two assholes haven't returned, we can have a party. Just because it would make for a dynamite listen, for for me only, I would love this episode when it was finally edited. Just have like a backtrack of that guy laughing for the entire episode. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about for the whole episode, this, but this is like ambient noise. Like this entire exchange, he's just going to be laughing as we're as we're discussing this right now. They really made him look creepy as fuck. This whole movie, did they? I couldn't see him. Yeah. <laughs> Did any of you guys recognize our uh, killer in this movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean uh, Fularigno? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) His name's Jake Steinfeld, and this fucking guy used to promote, like, the My Orbit things. Yes. Like, the the workout uh, stuff. I didn't recognize him, but he just looks like a fucking typical 80s, like, kind of, like, muscly, but kind of fat, like, strongman type. He's the fucking <laughs> 90s body by Jake guy. Yep. And he's like, hey, I'll be your fucking trainer or whatever. I've heard of body by Jake. Never mind. Yeah, that's him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I read on Wikipedia, he has no sense of humor about being in this movie. And I guess responds very negatively to it when people bring it up. Guess what? He's getting signed when I meet his ass. you <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you a body by Jake fan? No, motherfuck. Home sweet home. Sign this. You gotta get your copy of coming to america sign because he plays the goddamn cab driver that when they that's right they, they come out of the airport he's like you dumb fuck <laughs> yeah what has this guy had like a career like yeah he's just had like a bunch of bit parts and then he had like this this workout program oh and apparently he also founded the fucking major league lacrosse so whatever that means to you uh he also worked on uh indiana jones temple of doom and last crusade as a personal trainer to Harrison Ford and Steven Spielberg. That is fucking bizarre. Well, you really started at the bottom here. <laughs> and he really, he, he, he worked his way up. Hey, hey, Kevin Smith said it best. In Hollywood, you fail upward. Yeah, my God, is he bad in this fucking movie. I say he looks creepy just because the whole movie, this guy has these, like, wide eyes and this, like, uh limp like lower lip his his mouth is always just ba- barely a jar i i think he looks fucking freaky man like i don't know i like him he looks like he's on drugs i like him in this movie because he's basically just like body by jake going around killing people yeah he, like what is he he got mad that like his vhs's didn't sell enough yeah. like <laughs> nobody's buying my orbit fuck nobody's buying my workout tape fuck tony little i got a whole warehouse of betamax <laughs> I found these VHS in my basement. Why did I pay to have this on Laserdisc? (laughs) It's a beautiful picture, though. (laughs) 
So, okay, so it's Thanksgiving Day, and um, there is a maniac on the loose who's high on PCP for no reason <laughs> and just killing people. Also for no reason. That's also the plot. And that's it. <laughs> it's a bunch of people at a fucking, on a farm, and we never really know exactly whose farm it is. Who, I don't know whose relation to who. I don't know... It, Sean had to tell me whose kids those... Well, actually, I still don't know who Mistake's kid is. Um, Mistake's father is. Mistake is Danny Trejo's kid. <laughs> also, like, one of your kids is named Angel, and the other one's is Mistake. Like, I hope that's a nickname. Otherwise, you were the cruelest parents in the history of the world. Well, nobody in the movie calls him anything but Mistake. Also, if, uh, if he showed up to any Thanksgiving event in any rational family dressed as a member of the Kiss Army, he would be kindly asked to leave. <laughs> You know, it's a mistake asking him to come to Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, exactly. Also, like, this is... The the fact that this movie takes place on Thanksgiving is just completely circumstantial. It doesn't affect the plot or anything like that. They're just like, look, we have a big turkey for it. Look at the camera. Thanksgiving! And then that's the last it's ever mentioned. (laughs) There's, like, one scene, and they're like, ah, it's Thanksgiving dinner. And then that's it. Anyway... Back to fucking Jake Steinfeld killing people. <laughs> yeah, like a bunch a bunch of people gathered a ranch in the middle of nowhere, uh, presumably in a time period where the sun has died. Yeah. <laughs> This fucking movie opens, uh, you know, you get like a cold opening with this uh, body from Jake guy. He, his name in the movie is Jay Jones, and you, you hear this literally once. They have like this uh, newscaster on a radio basically giving like a spiel while... Uh, as, as voiceover while some other things are happening and some fucking guys like in a station wagon like off the side of the the parkway having a fucking beer and he sees this guy walk out to him he's like hey you want a beer pal <laughs> and he gets ripped out of his fucking car and just clobbered to death this big muscly motherfucker grabs this dude by the throat and just chokes him and laughs his ass off while he's doing it no joke this happens in like seven seconds like from the start of the movie, and this guy is just going <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, I was like, um, am I missing something? And I was just like, nope, nope, that's it. That's the start of the film. And the credits are, like, vastly different than the title. Like, like the credits happen over this, like, over, uh, at, well, after the dude dies, the credits happen, and this guy drives for what seems like fucking <laughs> 90 minutes. Well, well, they get the good shot of him getting the PCP out, and he's, like, fucking putting in the needle, and he's, like, a close-up shot on his mouth, and he's, like, salivating over it. Ugh. I don't, like, that. that level of, like, late 70s early 80s like sleaze over slasher films just doesn't sit well with me anymore i can't do that up close like disgusting shit like saliva or like when someone's really aggressively sweaty and gross i'm like ugh, back up like oh yeah man it's got that that, it's got that don't answer the phone vibes going on here yeah like he's shooting up the pcp like under his tongue like and the newscaster's like this guy might be you know he's escaped whatever he's crazy and he might be on pcp in fact we he we're fucking positive he's on pcp and he's like he's like yup and then sticks the fucking needle in his tongue (laughs) the fucking radio dj's like by the way i'm god (laughs) i'm the narrator of the film here's your first plot dump first and only you also find out he like killed his parents eight years ago and he killed the guard on the way out and that's it you don't get any more plot for the rest of the film i like that though he's very mysterious yeah no i don't hate it you get one more line mama was mama was never good to uh, whatever stab i i hated my mom and i hate you here's a knife in your chest yeah the the ubiquitous mental patient and their their idea of like a wrinkle to his personality is like he does drugs (laughs) 
Well, like Joe was saying, he drives around for what feels like an eternity, and they like make a point to like make this guy look crazy the entire movie, but he's slowly, carefully driving, like checking both ways. There's this fucking driving sequence goes on for the entirety of the opening credits, which is like three minutes straight of him just driving cross country, like for no reason. But like they make him seem like he's doing these acts randomly but he seems like he has a very specific location he's driving to exactly like he knows exactly that he's going to this fucking ranch he goes really out of his way to to murder some strangers like he's sitting on top of a population of probably a million and he's like nah i gotta go out in the middle of fuck all nowhere just to find these hapless mustachioed high-collared morons to kill them well that's right after he runs over grandma oh my my fucking god God. (laughs) Grandma got run over by a PCP addict. Hold on, hold on. I have a, I pose a question. Did he actually run over that old woman, or did she get startled and throw a strawberry jam at him? No, what happened was the camera zoomed in on her is what happened, and killed her. It's like a Mel Brooks movie. She gets hit by the camera. Well, he runs this woman over, and they, they, they superimpose this slow motion that just looks like they freeze-framed it. Yeah. It's a shot where it before the car would actually make contact, it just stops... And then it does, like, four hard zooms onto her horrified expression with her scream, like, overlaying all of this. And then it just, like, cuts back to him. Oh, and it cuts to immediately, like, someone very clearly taking, like, a cup of red shit and just, like, against the windshield. (laughs) And not only that, but this fucking goo, this red goo stays on the windshield for the rest of the time that he's driving this car. Like, use your fucking wipers, man. He drives all the way out to bumfuck nowhere and then cleans his car. Yeah, like, then it is, then it hits him. Like, oh, this might be bad. How did he see through that the whole time he was driving? How did he not get pulled over? Well, not only yet, he gets a strawberry jam on the fucking windshield and then on the front of his car. Or the car he stole, I should say. And then he's cackling. He's like, <laughs> I can't even I can't even do it justice for God's sakes. Sir, is that is that blood in your windshield? No, I ran over a giant grape. All right, be on your way. Ah, it's just cranberry sauce. Happy Thanksgiving, home sweet home. <laughs> <laughs> there was a mishap at the shop, right? <laughs> Someone got real mad at me. Wasted perfectly good cranberry sauce. I can't believe this happened. God damn it. So yeah, he uh he he uh drives to our next location, which is the only location we'll see for the rest of the movie. Yes. Um <laughs> is uh some fucking ranch in the middle of like it looks like fucking something actually out here like something in nevada it's probably in california somewhere something like that yeah it's got like thick trees but also has like cactuses and shit we're introduced to um okay so so (laughs) So many characters that don't matter like breakneck speed all i'm gonna say is that most of these people are related and with the exception of the spanish woman and this other chick no that's 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 the kicker. None of them are related. No, no, they are related. They're the Bradleys, man. That's the family. Here, here's the breakdown. Here's here's the fucking breakdown. Because I had to go through Wikipedia and IMDb, and I had to watch scenes twice, believe it or not, to understand the flow of this fucking family uh, tree. You've got the main dude, fucking uh, uh what the fuck's his name, ha- uh, Harold Bradley, and then you've got his girlfriend, Linda. And then they have... Is that the blonde guy? Uh, no, this is the guy with the mustache. The guy that's that's going, oh, mistake! Yeah, this is Danny Trejo. Then you have his son, Mistake. No idea who the mother is. His daughter, Angel. No idea who the mother is. Their friend, Gail. His renter, uh, Scott, who has his girlfriend with him. And then there's his friend, Wayne, who's there just for business. And Wayne's girlfriend, Maria, who doesn't speak English... I think that's everybody. Wait a second. Isn't... I thought Mistake was Danny Trejo's son. Yes. Okay. That's what I said. 
Yes. It's not Danny Trejo, everybody. We're just, there's... He looks like Danny Trejo. Yeah, it's the similarity striking. (laughs) But the guy, the blonde guy, I thought his daughter was Angel. No, that's why the ending is so weird to me that they are so concerned. I mean, to be fair, you should be concerned about this kid's safety, but they really make it seem like it's his kid. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. But is that his sister then? No, that's, uh, that's his girlfriend. No, no, no. The little girl. The little girl is fucking, uh, Danny Trejo's other kid oh no no idea who the mother is to mistake or angel just that this guy has two kids it's very convoluted like i get what they're kind of going for with the thanksgiving feel but it's just like it's just you're literally picking people from so many different families that it's like i i get it this shit happens but it just makes it confusing who could fucking care anyway because everybody's what's what's even crazier is like everybody's trying to fuck each other in this movie and there's just like a kid hanging out and everybody's like i need a valium i need a drink i need a fuck i need this that's the most genuine part of the thanksgiving otherwise nine people is awfully subdued yes and we're introduced to all these people in like one sequence of like here's someone bam here's someone else bam here's someone else bam here's someone else and then at some point they're all in a room like chasing each other and yelling at each other and i'm just like everyone calm down (laughs) (laughs) well first you're introduced to the two yuppie characters uh like i said scott and his girlfriend uh jennifer oh their jaws are sticking out he's like (laughs) he's like "Mm, we're going to my cousin's house he was he used to be a record producer but not anymore he only has three houses now the cousins of the fucking aristocratic fucks from baby's day out (laughs) yeah basically (sighs) this ranch is very small (sighs) it's not like my condo in flagstaff (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're interested everybody and fucking this character mistake um uh if nobody got to him sooner i was gonna kill this kid uh (laughs) He was annoying the ever-living piss out of me, genuinely, not from like, ha-ha, he's supposed to be annoying, it's the joke. No, I I wanted him to die immediately. Get that fucking guitar out of here. Uh, uh, Dude, he's this guy fucking comes running out with this guitar, and he's playing, and fucking Danny Trejo's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, stop playing that goddamn guitar! And he, like, chases him to the fucking... (laughs) Mistake! Mistake! I thought thought his name was Stink, and I'm not sure which is worse. I didn't even catch it for a little while. I just, I don't know what the fuck... I thought they were just, like, like, giving him a hard time instead no that's just his name yeah like like insulting him also this this guitar uh if you're hoping it sounds decent it doesn't the fucking uh doof warriors guitar from mad max Fury road sounds better than this thing <laughs> this thing is like it's really really penetrating like just twanging it's like well it, it plays the same like 30 second fucking loop every time that he that he hits the damn thing he keeps playing the same lick over and over again and by the way he's got like a fucking amplifier strapped to his back and he's like running he around. looks like a fucking ghostbuster <laughs> a white t-shirt with like chain decals all over it and his face is painted all white um with some black shining around his eyes because apparently he's a kiss warrior uh that is not conveyed in the (laughs) plot and i was kind of just wondering why this asshat was hanging around while they were about to have dinner oh my god it's true it's true he's got to spread the gospel of kiss man yeah man our lord our lord and savior gene simmons it's it's fine i'm gonna close the door on you like i do to jehovah's witnesses (laughs) (laughs) there's just a guy out there like full kiss regalia coming to your door with a fucking pamphlet (laughs) Excuse me, sir. Do you have do you have a moment to speak about the Star Child? Uh, no, sir. I'm already a maggot. Please leave. Donate five dollars and get a free Paul Stanley sticker. <laughs> we have fake tongues. You can stick in your mouth. Yeah. So right after right after uh, we we see that, like we cut right back to like the couple that was driving to the house, the the fucking the Richie couple, 
and he's like trying to fuck this girl in the front of his front seat of his car yeah like in broad daylight on like the shoulder of a highway yeah and it's convertible it's right outside the fucking house (laughs) it's like right there totally is and then he gets mad when like fucking mistake runs out and twangs his guitar at him he's like how dare you it's like motherfucker just pull the roof down or something or go into your apartment yeah but that's later right after that we hard cut to fucking jay like hosing off his fucking grandma stained car (laughs) Jay, jay like pulls up to the house like right near the house and like uses the hose to hose off grandma off his fucking car while these two are trying to fuck like in the convertible oh that's right yeah 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 and then you they cuts it inside and you have uh fucking bradley walking around he's like i need a beer i need a beer i need a valium and his fucking wife's like you don't need a beer or a valium come on you can come fuck me and then they go in the room and they go to the, like, gratuitous boob shot. <laughs> like, well, he's, like, feeling her up. And then Mistake is getting chased around by Scott all over the fucking house. And he runs in. And he's like, ah, yeah, two for one special. More fucking pervy kids. Like, is that your mom's breasts you're talking about? Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it's just it's just this dude's girlfriend. That's why I'm saying I think, like, Mistake and Angel are just from another woman. And just for some reason, they're just at this their fucking dad's Thanksgiving. Oh, that's stupid. Oh, it, it it is, no doubt about that, but... Yeah, I would tell his ass to stay home. I don't need him. Like, it's just like, why even have this guy? He also does magic tricks, which I'm kind of into, <laughs> because he's he does them really well. <laughs> like, the fucking red balls when he's, like, playing with Angel, and he's like, he's like yeah. look, look, she the fucking balls, and then he makes them all disappear. That was pretty cool. To me, it was like him, and, you know, as much as I initially dislike, uh, it's... Scott and Jennifer, like, those are the three characters I felt like by the end of the movie that were the most not shitty. But Mistake is still really annoying. Oh, God, yeah. Um, I was counting down the minutes until he met his demise. <laughs> I thought he was going to be our hero, but it's not true. <laughs> oh, please no. He fucking, right before he runs out of the room, he's like, rock and roll forever! And he just fucking runs away, and everybody's like, my tits are out. Yeah, so, so, so then Bradley gets up, he runs after him. Fucking Linda gets up, she runs out. Basically, everyone in the house is either running after this fucking guy or cursing his name. For the next 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. Mistake, oh, fuck him, he needs to die get him out of here yeah let's kill him <laughs> they literally talk about that all right we could put some arsenic in his soup yes oh my god i was getting to that but i want to get there <laughs> slowly because of the way that it's delivered okay <laughs> now we're introduced to this spanish woman and her boyfriend who's this guy now i don't know what the purpose of this character is because the only thing he does the entire time this character of wayne is talk shit about his girlfriend yep complain that he's there to talk business not to sit around and that he has some kind of fucking uh bet that he made over a football game that he can't watch okay that that football game conversation brought about one of the strangest insults i've ever heard um like wayne is bitching about not seeing this football game and like i think it's what the fuck what is this dude's name um uh harold goes you are a mercenary person and wayne's like the fuck dude i'm like what does that even mean (laughs) like a major insult to him apparently yeah he was like how dare you it's like biting your thumb at someone i guess like some kind of shakespearean fucking uh, maybe it's a (laughs) it's a fucking western thing i have no idea i'm like why is he so appalled why did he say that in the first place well his girlfriend maria like joe was saying is like just playing this fucking guitar and like no one's into it 
but like no one tells her to shut up either. She's like playing like bullshit on the guitar and like she only she only speaks Spanish too. Right, that's her whole thing. That's her character trait. She but she only speaks Spanish in ways that wouldn't rub white people the wrong way. Like she only says things like uh, gracias and baño. Yeah, and yo quiero. Very like easy easy Spanish. Yeah, and by playing the guitar, we mean she's taking her hand, winding it up and slamming it against the strings like bam. Yeah. Uh and just like shouting in Spanish. I'm like that's uh awful. Bradley walks in, he's like, Jesus Christ, has she been at this all fucking day? And he's like, yeah, I love it. And then fucking, okay, what is, what does it do with the mustache's name? Uh, it's, it's Harold Bradley. Which one? Oh, wait, that's right. The guy who looks like fucking, uh, Art Garfunkel with the mustache. Oh, that's Wayne. Both are portly, dark-haired guys with thick 70s mustaches, and they're having an argument, it's like, oh my god, I'm sick. Which one do I shoot? Although, to be fair, Harold's got that awesome fucking hat that he puts on a little bit. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Harold sitting on the couch watching this Spanish chick fucking play the guitar and scream. And then uh, the blonde dude and his girlfriend walk in and Harold stops immediately and looks up and goes, who's this lovely bitch? And the guy goes, <laughs> yeah! oh, this is Jennifer. <laughs> Not insulted. No. Nothing. All of these people seem just so likable. He doesn't even acknowledge that he says that. He's just like, oh, this is Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Connor, I didn't feel bad for 95% of the people that died in this movie. Let's be real. I only sympathize with the children, and since Mistake uh, is uh, like a curse from the devil, uh, that only, quantify, only qualifies Angel. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's great. She's fucking hot. Look at this hot jalapeno I got here. Oh and then God. she starts fucking playing her guitar again. She's like, ah, gracias, and just keeps... Con- yeah. <laughs> Baño. Well, then you get introduced to this character of Gail that, like I said, I guess is their friend but it's never really made super clear is this the chick who comes out of the comes out of the kitchen talking like this and she's like hi (laughs) i was gonna put arsenic in his soup hi i'm whatever should i put some arsenic in his soup it'd be fun to watch him struggle uh who wants peas? That's another thing in this movie. Every, everybody wants... <laughs> where the fuck are the peas? Where the fuck are the peas? The guy can't find the peas, Joe. Where, where, where are they? Can't find the peas. He asked the kid where the peas are. If they had found the peas, you think this would have splintered the timeline into a, a happier ending? Who do you think hid those fucking peas? John fucking Hurt! Buchanan, you know where the peas are? They're in fucking Dr. Buchanan's talking car, and he's just sitting there popping them in his mouth. He's like... <laughs> Oh, he's giggling his ass off because he gave fucking uh, Body by Jake the fucking PCP. <laughs> then he went crazy and took... It's like experimental fucking PCP from the future. God, has he... So he's just evolved into, like, fucking just... It's like mischievous time crimes at this point. It's just like, what if I do this? That's eh, whatever fits our uh, need. Hey, he's he's fucking... Now he's blended with fucking John Hughes, so who knows what's happening? <laughs> he's up to, he's like Two-Face now. He fl- he's got to flip a fucking coin to see what happens. He's, he's like a DC Comics superhero. They just, you know, you do whatever you want with him depending on who's writing it. <laughs> I was gonna say he's like the fucking reverse flash of fucking uh movie villains at this point. He's just like he's like, I'm gonna fuck the timeline forwards and backwards. But he's got like a he's like a magnet though, he's got a plus and minus, so he switches on and off. <laughs> the real question is where's Meshock Taylor to fucking fix all this shit? <laughs> he's in the back just trying to grab the wheel. But Daniel Baldwin keeps fucking ripping it away from him. <laughs> he's fucking tied up, he's in the trunk. He's like, please let me drive. We have a real problem with time travelers. Um so yeah, we meet Gail, uh yeah, she talks like this. We've established that. Uh, she threatens to murder a child, and everyone's like, that's cool. Yeah, she's like, hi, how are you? Arsenic in his soup? Okay. 
her character's there literally just to be like, oh, you guys want to drink? Well, you know, you forgot to buy the wine. She is the catalyst to get wine and seduce a cop. <laughs> so she's like, ah, there's no wine. And then fucking Danny Trejo's wife's like, ah, fuck, there's no wine. Guess we're going to the store for the next 40 minutes <laughs> because they get into fucking uh who's the blonde guy i'm sorry i don't know anybody's fucking names scott it's all good <laughs> scott yeah they take scott's car yeah and they just fucking split out of the movie well yeah and they, they take his car because harold's like well my car works but the battery's on the fritz so if you want to chance it and they're like nah fuck that <laughs> So they're leaving, and, like, the uh, the banter between these two women is, like, so obviously ad-lib, but to the point where they just keep talking over each other. Also, this movie, this movie was very clearly dubbed afterwards. um, Oh, yeah, for sure. everyone's uh, audio track is, like, a couple levels above where it should be. It seems like everyone's shouting at you, and they're they're kind of far away. It might be shouting, but it's lifeless at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Because everybody's like, oh, wait, don't go through the door. Yeah, no, stop. No, I'll do anything. Take me instead. It's like the the casting director came from the school of fucking George Lucas. <laughs> well, the fucking dime store Debbie Harry later is like the most flattest actor like ever until she starts screaming like a lunatic <laughs> at the end. Like she's so lukewarm until that moment. This is when we go we go back to Jay and he and he has his bloody fucking uh, rag he used to clean off the front of the car. He just throws it on the road <laughs> and he laughs about it for some reason. The whole time he's like. Hey! He throws this thing and cackles, and then he sees the the two women in the convertible drive by. He cackles? No way! He hasn't done that before. <laughs> yeah, surprise, right? It's fucking mo, dude. Um, and and he kind of creeps behind the fucking uh, car for a second and, and watches them leave, and then I guess he gets the bright idea, like, oh, they came from somewhere. Let me go where they went instead of following them, and uh, he ends up at the house. <laughs> They go in both directions <laughs> at the same time. Um, yeah. Or almost at the house, almost at the house. He kind of, he, he drives up towards it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I think there's just like little bullshit here. Like, like Mistake plays with Angel and he's like playing like the guitar for her and doing magic tricks and shit. There's a lot of little bullshit. Like it's, there's a good chunk of it for a good 10 minutes and you're just like, okay, all right, please. Well, this yeah the more peas still looking for the fucking peas ask keenan thompson where the peas are um the great pea caper the real criminal of this movie you cut to wayne and he's, he's on the phone with his fucking bookie trying to place this bet he keeps going on about and then uh jay is outside body by jay is out there with fucking <laughs> turning the power off he somehow knows exactly where to go to do that to turn off the power for the entire fucking uh ranch and uh, the guy loses the connection to his bet he's making. This PCP gives him, like, Jason Voorhees-esque abilities, I suppose. I mean, he's intelligent in the sense that he is kind of like a Jason or a Michael Myers, where he is calculated in his attacks, but then once he makes those attacks, he's a fucking animal. Oh, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Well, he carries around this big-ass knife the entire movie, and he only uses it once. Yeah, it's, like, tucked into his sock the whole fucking time. Like, <laughs> Yeah, until, he's, until he fucking decides to molest it and take it out. Yeah. Surprised he didn't sever his own Achilles tendon somewhere along the movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, did we, okay, when does this, this fucking uh, car thing happen? Because... We're almost oh there. Oh, my God. Uh, so, so, the power turns off, and Harold goes, Ah, oh, don't worry about it. I got, a, I got a backup generator. And he goes, and he fills it, and then he, he basically comes back and he says, Hey, um... I'm going to go get some more gas for the generator. Uh, and he goes to Scott, oh, you want to come with me? And Scott's like, ah, no, I'm going to hang back with the troops. I don't want to leave the women alone. 
and it's like okay fucking tough guy they're like they're like please go <laughs> i don't know where wayne is in the equation maybe he's taking a dump and they don't trust him i don't know take him with you his chin is taking up all the room <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah harold grabs his fucking hat his beautiful hat and his jacket, and he, and he hits the road in his fucking little Jeep, and he throws this, like, massive fucking uh, gas container in the back of the Jeep, and uh, he, he tries to start the car. Where's he going? Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, like, wh- wh- how much does he fucking need? I gotta go to the next town over to get some gasoline. <laughs> oh, I guess that was I guess that was to fill the tank to fill the generator? Okay. Yeah, that's true. Right, right. So, so you know, like, earlier he talks about his, ba- his battery being on the fritz, and so he start, tries to start the car, and it takes him a few tries, but it starts, and he's on his way. Well, you would think, you know, knowing your battery is on the fritz, maybe you just don't turn the car off until you get back. Pro tip. He's just starting and stopping. He's like, damn thing won't turn over. <laughs> he's worse than the goddamn crooks from fucking Baby's Day Out. I mean, at least they, they left the goddamn car on, and they didn't have to. This guy needed to leave the car on, and he fucking turned it off. I said, everyone in this movie just meanders for a little while. <laughs> Until they die. <laughs> so Harold comes up on the fucking uh, station wagon that that, that uh, Jake's been fucking driving around on his PCP binge. And uh, he's, he's like, I ended it up. And I'm, like, thinking in my head, like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Is he, like, freaked out that this is on his property? Nope, he's just trying to make sure no one's there so he can siphon the gas out of the vehicle. <laughs> This guy's a class act, dude. Like I told you, all these people are super likable. The second that happened, I was like, he better die. You cut back while he's he's doing this fucking shady bullshit with this other car, and you get Scott grabbing, he finally finds the peas, thank God Scott found them. (laughs) I got the peas, here you go, Bradley. He's fucking uh, Tom Arnold's over there shooting peas fucking across the room. (laughs) Rick Moranis took them. Um, And then... uh, you, you watch as Scott takes this fucking can of peas, doesn't doesn't dump the water out in the sink or anything, just slops the entire thing in this tray. Ugh. <laughs> and done. No butter, salt, nothing. Happy Thanksgiving. Then we go back to Harold. You know, there's a whole lot of back and forth in this movie that's very unnecessary. It's kind of why I tuned it out at some point. It's just hard to replace it because it's just like it's just like, all right, here we are, here we are, here we are. None of you have done anything. Yeah, right. there's like no, there's no really story going on in between what we're what's happening. Uh, don't we? It's like each character is on their own fetch quest. Yeah, like it, so. Now we're back to the wine quest, right? The wine side quest. No, that doesn't come back till much later for some odd reason. Um, is it really? Yeah. You, you got Harold now. He's siphoned the gas, and he goes to start his car, because like I said, he turned it off like a fucking moron, and uh, it won't start. So, he, mind you, I guess the person that filmed this movie just decided, eh, fuck it, we'll, we'll just raise the hood on the other car now, because we don't want to do it while the scene's being shot. Uh, <laughs> because Harold then realizes, I'm going to just steal that battery, because I just know for a fact that it's going to work in my car. And uh, even even though they're all different, so he gets out and he starts checking out the fucking battery in the other car. And then from the woods, he... <laughs> Jake runs out and does like a twenty feet leap into the fucking air and just like belly flops under the hood of the car while this guy's and under. he fucking kills the dude and he's like. <laughs> and takes like forever to fucking die but i could not get over the visual of this asshole (laughs) jumping from off frame and doing a fucking elbow drop to the hood i've never seen someone do that before in a horror movie and i'm so glad i did 
He's on PCP, man. Yeah, he's like, whatever, I got to use my body's my disposal. <laughs> and he's got these these faces this guy fucking makes. It's like insane. Like it's corny, but the, they're they're kind of they they look it's, insane. It's, I, the pro wrestling reference is gonna fly hard and loose uh, pretty soon. But like he is making very like eighties wrestler esque uh, emotions. Like he's just like like he has to fucking exactly. overcompensate for all of his emotions. Body by Jake TM. He's also built like an old wrestler, so it makes sense. Do we cut to the ladies being lost now? Uh. Is it dark out yet? Because that's when it's it's dark. Okay, you have this. You you have like a quick scene where where uh, Jay after he murders this dude just kind of start creeping up uh, on the house a little bit more, and uh, you you get more of you know mistake playing uh, the music for Angel, and then you see him do the magic tricks that Joe was talking hmm. about. Music, and and then you cut to the uh, the winos fucking driving around. <laughs> yeah, and they're like they, they so they get they get to the store and they get their wine, but. Somehow they get lost on the way back to the ranch. Yeah, and I, I I found this kind of believable if you think about where this guy supposedly is in the in the fucking boonies, and it's like you don't drive someplace often, especially at night. So I was like, yeah, sure, I could believe that. Yeah. Well, they get lost, and then we just cut back to the house. We don't come back to them for like another twenty minutes. Yeah, they just like leave the movie for a bit. Well, there's there's a quick line uh, because. I forget who it is. I, I want to say it's Wayne. He starts getting like freaked out that no one's come back yet. Well, they're setting out Thanksgiving dinner, right? Yeah. yeah. Scott goes, "Oh shit! I forgot to tell them about my uh, gas gauge. They're probably gonna run out of gas." And he's like, "Oh well, like, <laughs> ain't, ain't my problem." Yeah, like you would think that's an important thing. Misfit comes in. He's like, "Oh, now that the redneck and the other two douchebags are gone, let's have a party." What a party it is! Yeah, he's the only he's the only guy partying. This is the point when when Wayne just goes total misogynistic asshole, and he's like, ah, well, I'm gonna go out and find them because I'm hungry, and you know, you guys better have dinner on the table when I get back. <laughs> It's like fuck you. Who are you? No one even really knows a goddamn thing about you. And you're like barking. Also, you gonna help set this fucking dinner up? Cause there's nine people here. Nope. A lot of fucking food. Yeah. Well, nope. this, this is the kind of guy who dumps the fucking peas into the thing just right out of the can. Well, that was Scott, but you know, I could see Wayne doing it too. I know. I'm saying he's the same type of guy. <laughs> he kind of reminds me yeah, of fucking yeah, yeah. Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Like, you better have that turkey on this bit. table before I get back. With so help me God. So help me God. Cup. You better get that turkey out of here. <laughs> God help me, mistake. <laughs> Mistakes, meatwad. Stay out of my pool. Come on, man. I was just playing guitar. Whatever. Jesus Christ, he would be meatwad. <laughs> I'm just trying to bang this Latina chick, man. Give me a break. He was like 10 years older than me, I think. Yeah. I don't know how old that kid's supposed to be, because I can't tell, because his face is constantly covered in white paint. Oh, he's a grown-ass man, dude. Yeah. Oh, is he? <laughs> He's a man, he's a man dude, for makes sure. makes it even worse. You can be that annoying in your 20s. Yeah. This is uh, also the point in the movie where the lighting really starts to become a problem because it's dark out, and this they shot most of the rest of the movie in the pitch black. Yeah, they uh, someone, someone said, natural lighting, and someone went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is, okay. Like, the last movie I saw that angered me this much, just from a lighting perspective, was uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Because that movie looks like it's lit by someone taking, like, a full fucking light bulb and then putting, like, a thick piece of cardboard over it and then poking a hole in the center of it and just going, like, there we go. That's all we got. It worked in the 1700s. We could do it. Fuck it. I'm going to shake the camera, too. Can you see anything? No? Great. Everything's lit by a candle. A singular candle. Yeah. 
this fucking movie, and because of the quality it's in, like, if people are walking into the horizon and it's dark, they are literally disappearing into an abyss. Like, that you can't see them. You can just hear them, and sometimes you can see a yeah. shirt or something, but, like, there's, like, points in this movie where something's happening in the dark, and you're like, I need to actually sit here and wait for you to come closer to the screen so I can physically, under like, I can see what's happening. Yeah. Or, there, yeah, or, like, if somebody's, like, gesturing, like, there's a close-up shot later of, like, this bottle that, um... Jay is holding, and you can barely make it out before it cuts, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Oh, and then it just cuts. Yeah, it's it's it, it. This movie wasn't great already, but this really fucking hurts it. I mean, there's a solid five minutes later where it's just black, yeah, black, and you yeah, hear well, people running around and breathing. <laughs> That's about it. There, there, there's a part where I was I was somewhat thankful for mistake because he had so much white going on I could actually see him in the fucking dark. He's <laughs> just a fucking floating head. Yeah, <laughs> he looked like he looked like that fucking quick shot of like Pazuzu from The Exorcist, like when it just pops up in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> He's Captain Howdying out of the fucking darkness. Demi, Demi, why do you do this? Mistake. Why? Mistake. <laughs> why you do this to me? Mistake. <laughs> why you do this to me, body by Jake? <laughs> Is this when fucking Carl decides he's gonna go? Uh, I don't know. He he's he goes to leave for some reason. <laughs> yes. Well, he's gonna go look for them because he's like, oh, how far is this gas station? He's like, I'm getting worried. I'm here for business. They're like, ah, five minutes or five miles. He's like, oh, I'm gonna be back in fifteen. And he leaves, and then you get this first fucking dark as hell shot over his shoulder in the car. I don't know how fucking this guy can even see. Oh my god, I had to rewind this, like, three times to figure out what actually happened to this guy. Because, like, it's kind of dark, and you just see hands appear behind him, and he goes, (laughs) And he doesn't drive the car off the road or anything, he puts it into into fucking park, and dies. Like you don't put your foot on the fucking a- acceleration when that kind of shit's going on. I just wanna, I just wanna like resign to the fact that that's what actually happens. This is because I couldn't see it, so I don't have any like. Okay, that's it. Yeah, he put it neutral, and then he turned blue. And every time someone, a kid, I I know fucking uh, Halloween is probably the better uh, reference to go to, but my brain always goes to the fucking the the second remake of Texas Chainsaw Ma- Massacre when he's at the end of the movies in the back seat and kills the fucking survivor. That I love those movies. First of all, the two remakes. Um, yeah, because I really didn't know he was back there, and it's it's all filmed really well. It's it's, it's an effective way to get your guy in there and kill yeah. somebody, but it's also been done a million times. Not in eighty one, it hadn't yet been yeah. done a million times, but now it's yeah. Well, we got Friday Thirteenth came out uh, the year before, so now we're now we're real fucking hot. Oh, know? that's true. Uh, Slumber Party Massacre was later, right? Yes. I, I want to say that was 82 or 83? That sounds right. I don't know. I don't know, but it's, you know, we're in that cluster here, so, like, over the next five years, it's coming heavy and hard with the, with the, with the fucking slashers. And you know, you know what's weird is that we're probably going to go this beginning, but, like, um, this being a Thanksgiving-themed movie, like, that, it being the only one is strange, because for a while... The slasher movie boom included all these fucking stupid holiday-themed things to the point where they were just like, uh, April Fool's Day, birthday parties, everything. Like, there was a fucking day-themed slasher for every fucking uh, holiday or event of the calendar. Well, that's because, you know, let me, hold on, let me pull out my cigar real quick. Well, the fucking kids, man, they, they, they love that fucking horror shit on the holidays of Friday the 13th. I mean, fuck it, let's do it. Everyone was ripping off everybody also at the same time, too. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we, yeah, we, we got 
by now we have what? We have uh, Black Christmas. We have Halloween. We've got Friday the 13th and The Burning, like, back to back. <laughs> and The Burning, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think Tom Savini even said he went to go work on The Burning right after Friday the 13th because when they called him about the sequel, he was like, that's dumb, and just went and worked in The Burning. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The, I, the burning is superior, in my opinion. It's so fucking good. Um, fucking Jason Alexander. Yeah, he sure is. He's got hair and everything. Oh, my God. Keeps going on about these pretzels or something. I'm not sure. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, and now I may have to revisit it. Whew. Do yourself a fucking favor, man. Excellent flick. Better than this movie. Um, well, this movie, that movie, and some movies I'm going to talk about like after we wrap the review uh, all have one thing in common. We'll go into that after we're done crunching this movie because uh, it's an interesting topic. Um, so, yeah, he, he garrots Wayne. He smothers him to death. He tickles him to death. I'm not really sure. I guess he garrots him, but I'm just surprised and a little appalled that this dude has a garrot wire of some kind. I- <laughs> Is it the tube he uses to shoot up this heroin? Because I can only imagine. He's got these fancy blue surgical gloves that he likes to put on. And, like, I didn't know Wayne had a cigar in his mouth. So, like, when he died, like, something fell out of his mouth. But it's so (laughs) fucking dark. It just looks like he puked something up like a solid object. (laughs) Like, it out. Just plops out of his mouth. Like, (laughs) We, We go back to the fucking ranch and Scott's putting the turkey on the table. Even though nobody's there. Like, they don't even give a shit. They're like, ah, whatever. Four people are missing, and they're just like, let's get the turkey out. Yeah, let's fucking eat. We don't want to piss off Wayne. Yeah, well, they're putting everything out to fucking eat. And they totally end up, like, eating all of this, like, having the entire dinner and not fucking caring that nobody's back yet. But anyway... For some reason, they keep going, oh, is Angel asleep? Yeah, Angel's asleep, huh? Are you sure Angel's asleep? Yeah, she's asleep. Mistake, is Angel asleep? I don't know. Probably. Huh. Pew, 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 pew. It's like, why Why is this fucking Thanksgiving dinner being put out and this poor child is not eating? Is that is that the implication? Are they taking a nap? Like, what are we going for here? Yeah, what is she to wake up later to a bunch of, like, jovial, like, laughing and, like, conversations? Is like, they really do a Thanksgiving without me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She comes out, did you leave me a drumstick? Oh, no, we, we threw it out. No, fuck off. She ends up eating fucking most of this goddamn turkey anyway. Seriously. Where does she put it, man? On the floor. <laughs> I feel like there's more to that scene than, than 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 even makes any goddamn sense, but we'll get to it in a few minutes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to fucking go too far, but I just we were talking about it. On the fucking floor. That appalled me. Oh yeah. Y- you have this uh this this scene with Scott taking his girlfriend to his apartment cuz they got a little time to kill. And he walks in, and he's got these fucking two King Kong posters on his wall. He's got one for the original and one for the fucking remake with uh what's his face? Yeah, this is the one we were talking about for Baby's Day Out because Rick Baker did the fucking King Kong effects. Yeah, see, it's part of the same universe, man. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh shit, my dad has that fucking uh, King Kong poster in the basement at my parents' house, and uh, I just thought it was such a weird thing to have on the wall in this bachelor pad. But hey, what the fuck? He's a fanatic. But he's at they're they're at the ranch though. This is like a separate apartment above the ranch. Yeah, it's it, well, cause yeah, cause his girlfriend goes, ah, you know, why did you get an apartment here with these crazy people? He's like, I needed an apartment. I mean, that's solid logic. I can't really argue with him there. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know. It's stupid. I mean, you you probably could have benefited from something closer to the, like you probably could have benefited from closer something closer to civilization. But like, hey, I ain't you. Like, 
Yeah, it's it's weird. It looks like a fucking motel. Yeah. Well, that's exactly... Now that just dawned on me, uh, Sean just mentioned it's like a hotel. It's like the fucking Bunny Ranch. Like, it's just like a set of rooms that look like a motel that you go in and fuck people in. It's, it's one of those sex hotels from Japan? Yeah, it's one of them fucking dirty, run-down, roach motel, sex motels. Mmm. This, this ranch is like two degrees away from a Tim Burton movie. <laughs> It's just a little bit weirder, and I could see it. Every room just clashes with the previous one. <laughs> <laughs> you go on one, and there's this big snake monster from fucking Saturn. You're not sure how to handle that one. <laughs> By closing the door and forgetting you saw it. That's the Lost Souls room. It's death for the dead. Um. So, uh, yeah, they're super concerned. They're try- this guy's trying to fuck this chick the whole time so far. Like, from the beginning of the film till right now, he's been trying to fuck his girlfriend, and now they're, like, finally, like, naked in a bed, and there's, like, this romantic music playing, and he's like, all right, here it comes, we're going for it, and she's like, how about we go downstairs and see what everybody's doing, and he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, let- okay, let's do that, and then the scene just cuts. Yeah, yeah, fine, it's okay. <laughs> like, he's totally just like, no, yeah, okay, sure, that, yeah, okay, where's Angel? I don't know, nobody fucking knows. <laughs> Everyone's concerned about this little girl. But are they really, you know? Allison? Al- uh, we, did we mention this, by the way? Oh, fucking Yabos herself? <laughs> the little girl is, is Allison from uh, Hocus Pocus. She just can't get away from trauma, can she? No. Vanessa Shaw is her name. Yeah. So, you know, obviously at the end of this movie, she went on and lived in Salem, and then she met uh, Max, and uh, he lit the black candle. You know the rest. Obviously, she got a, She was like the sole inheritance, uh, like the inheritor of all this money at this ranch because she lives in that giant fucking mansion in Salem having fucking costume parties and shit, having fucking full-size candy bars, <laughs> giving them away. Probably. She got it from that... <laughs> From a, from a nice lawsuit and probably witness protection. Brought, yeah, mm-hmm. that's how that went down. And then she had to do battle with fucking the Sanderson sisters. Makes sense to me, man. Oh, boy. Is this uh, is this boob cop? Oh, it's boob cop. Boy, this guy's got fucking, he's a weak-willed man. Maniac boob cop. <laughs> <laughs> that's a porn title. Robert Sitar is a zombie who fucks. Is that what it is? Oh, my. Oh, Jesus Christ, no. I don't like seeing that. I don't like seeing that man clothed. <laughs> His fucking ass looks like a catcher's mitt, like his face. Oh my god, imagine him having a big, giant, boxy crotch, like, <laughs> everything from the waist down is all square. Jesus Christ, okay. <laughs> so, so. You're welcome, everybody, mm, for that visual. Love it. Uh, so, yeah, these cops pull over these chicks. What are their names again? Who could care and whatever? <laughs> Linda and Gail. Okay, Linda and Gail. They get pulled over and the cops like, Hey, how you doing? And he's like flashing his flashlight like on her open cleavage. And she's like, "Was I? What happened, officer?" He's like, "You did a fucking sixty-five ninety zero wonder in the book." And she's like, "What's that?" He's like, "Speeding." <laughs> I can see your tits. Meanwhile, the flashlight light is on her boobs the entire time. Oh yeah, they're illuminated like two fucking luscious globes of flesh. He's like, well, "What do you say? Are you gonna let me fucking touch him or uh, or what?" And she's like. Uh, I had a real bad night, and we were just getting some wine, and we're lost, and we don't know where we're going. And he's like, all right. So after, like, this creepy exchange between the cops and the women, um, they're like, oh, what do you say, Chip? Let's let him off with a warning. And he's like, all right, ladies, I'll see your boobs later. And they walk away, 
And the cops are like, oh, man, we could have fucked. We should let him drink the bottle of wine and fuck him or whatever. He's like, he's, that cop's like, all right, all the best to you. All the best to <laughs> yeah. you. All the best to you. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, he pulls a fucking Clark Griswold. Well, the one guy literally pantomimes like he has breasts and is like, do you see your gazabos? Yeah. <laughs> giant bobos dude the fucking the fucking weird ass pet names that we come across in these movies for like genitalia yeah it all makes it sound so much worse <laughs> well, they're, well they're talking all like fucked up sexualizing everything and then you know uh it cuts back to gail and linda and linda's like oh yeah it works every time and she's like buttoning up her shirt a little bit and then gail goes oh they were kind of cute we should invite them over yeah she's like i want to get one of their dicks in my <laughs> mouth yeah, let's invite police over to my friend's house and fuck one of them. Like, what? <laughs> you think her husband would be into um, it? I mean, he's dead, so maybe? <laughs> prop him up in the corner? She even says that when they leave. She's like, oh, I hope we meet some cute boys when we go out there. She's fucking taking Suzanne tips. I guess that makes her single. I don't know. Yeah, well, technically. <laughs> well, they're, well, they're totally lost, like Joe was saying, and... Basically, they go to start the car up again and, uh, you know, call back to what Scott said earlier about his stupid uh, gas gauge. Uh, They run out of gas and they're just stranded there. And then they miraculously know to just walk straight. Oh, my God. So these women are lost driving around. And then one of them says, let's, all right, hope you bought your fucking hiking shoes. Let's go. Hit the road. Hit the bricks. And it's like, lady... You don't even know where the fuck you're going. Like when you were driving, you would you would think with how you would think with how fucking dark it is up there. Like even the smallest light would illuminate the area significantly. So you'd probably be able to find this fucking house or something or, or the yeah. moonlight. Yeah, if it's, especially if it's like a full moon or something. Uh, but like, who knows where the fuck they are? You know, they're in the real dark forest. <laughs> yeah, the actual one. The actual dark forest. There's two of them. One is just called the dark forest, but it's like really prominently lit and it's, you know, ironic. And then this is the actual dark forest. <laughs> That's two towns over. Welcome to the actual dark forest. I'm your park There's ranger. a fucking sign that says actual dark forest. The flying monkeys are there and the witch and shit. So the, the so they're just walking aimlessly oh, yeah. to the fucking house. And then they fucking get there. Jay does a little bit more stalking back at the house first because... It cuts back to, first you just see Scott and Jennifer that were supposedly going downstairs, now just finishing up on the couch, and then it cuts to Angel just in the the, the fucking dining room, just like staring at the turkey, and then it's implied that Jay goes in through like a side door and approaches her, but I don't know if he actually does, like I don't know what they were going for with that. There's like a fake out here because Jay like goes up and he's like, it's like POV like camera like looking through the windows, and Angel, like, is standing over the turkey with the fucking carving knife, like, raised above her head. Yeah, that was a weird one. It was weird. And it kind of insinuates, like, he goes in there and murders her. And then there's, like, a fake out because, like, they're, like, you know, uh, they're, like, wrapping up the sex thing, like I was saying before. And they, like, go downstairs and they go, Angel, where's Angel? Ah, where's Angel? For whatever reason, because now they don't know where the kid is. So they go in there and the turkey is just, looks like somebody fucked it. And... They, they like, go around the table, and you see her, like, little feet sticking out from underneath the tablecloth. And then they pull it up, and she's, like, under there fucking just eating a drumstick. With, a whole, with like, seven pieces of turkey on the floor in, like, a straight line in front of her. And I'm like, who the fuck raised you? I- I'm just picturing the scene from Dennis the Menace 
when fucking Christopher Lloyd steals that kid's apple and eats it in front of him. I, I'm just picturing... <laughs> what you eating there, sport? <laughs> I'm just picturing this guy walk in, look at her maniacally, and then just fucking rip part of this turkey apart and just start chowing down, giggling and laughing, and she just stands there and watches him, and then he leaves. You think that's what happened? I, I, that's what my brain goes to, but maybe I'm giving this movie too much credit. He caught her fantasizing about killing her annoying brother. Oh yeah, uh, and she was making she was making that wish to herself, and then uh, her 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 fairy godmother gave her body by Jake. <laughs> <laughs> she she actually has side powers and like brought body by Jake to the house to kill everyone. This is her fucking monkey's paw. <laughs> turkey it's her fucking monkey's paw she wished for her brother dead but they're like yeah but the rest of your family's got to go too and she's like okay deal the territory finger bends down they're like you got four more let me tell you something if that was me and i got caught doing that turkey i wouldn't be alive um because i'd be beat within an inch of my fucking life well it's like the looks like the goddamn bumpus is fucking attacked it the bumpus dogs <laughs> no more turkey hash no more turkey soup all gone. It looks like the turkey from fucking uh, Christmas Vacation when they cut it open. This girl grows appetite is insatiable. Like, that much turkey and she should be fucking out cold. Yeah, but uh, come on, let's be realistic. She, like, eats half of this fucking thing. I'm telling you, man, Jay's fucking marching around with turkey skin hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> he got, So the adults come in and they're like, oh, you, you couldn't wait, could you? Come on, let's have a Thanksgiving dinner without the rest of our guests. <laughs> One of whom owns this property. Yeah. Cuts to a black screen for about three minutes as Linda and Gail are, I guess, walking down the street having a conversation. And then uh, they, they come across uh, Wayne's car. And then you can kind of see them, I guess. Sort of. They're like, wait a minute, whose car is this? Wait, that's Wayne's car. What? Why is it out here, huh? What? Huh? Oh my god, who's this Lou Ferrigno looking fuck? Every fucking scene looks like it takes place in the sunken place from Get Out. Like, it's just fucking bitch black <laughs> background. <laughs> the fucking deer is there. And in this corner, we have two unsuspecting women coming out of the pitch black. And on this side, we have the big show's son, Lou Ferrigno. Body by Jake, a.k.a. the body by Jake. <laughs> Holy shit. This, this guy goes full fucking ultimate warrior on these two women. Like, he runs out. <laughs> them like fucking tassels dangle from his arms picks up gail and does a full fucking military body press picks her up and airplane spins her and you get a nice pov shot of her fucking spin around <laughs> it's like brock lesnar flipping the undertaker around at wrestlemania and then he fucking f5s her under the hood of this fucking car <laughs> she bounces off and her head slams against a rock and she dies i don't know jr he's got the rock the rock it was the rock she hits the fucking uh, car, and she's like, oh my god, I'm okay, and hits the rock. Up, oh, no, no, I'm not. Up, oh, paralyzed. Yeah, no, yeah, you're dead. <laughs> so, then he, like, picks up uh, one of the bottles of wine, and he starts cackling heinously. Yes. Linda throws a bottle at him, I think, maybe. Th there's two bottles. One gets smashed against the car, and then there's a full one. So, uh, Jay picks it up, question mark? He picks something up. You can't really tell. No, it's dark as fuck. This is what I was saying before. Like, you see it glinting, like, in the light, just just faintly enough to be like, oh, it's a bottle. You can see a handle, and that's it. It's like you're pixel hunting in an old fucking adventure game. It's like you're trying to play Monkey Island, and you can't find where to click on the screen. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about that. Um, uh, and then they have like a chase sequence, but it's it's just a bunch of like unidentifiable sections of this woods that are so poorly lit that it may as well be as like not be happening. Um, 
and then you get a few close-ups of her like running into branches and her him grabbing her um well, well you hear that you hear it anyway. yeah you hear it you certainly <laughs> hear it oh there's no doubt that you're hearing it here here's my question how pissed do you think Nettie pena was when she got the footage back and looked at it or was she just like eh this is fine <laughs> get yourself a fucking light meter lady what's wrong with you <laughs> you just she gets done. She's like, you know, I kind of hated this from the get-go, so fuck it. That's conjecture. I have no idea how this woman feels about this movie. <laughs> you can kind of hear it still. Well, he finally finds her in the woods, and he, I have to say, as much as we say this guy looks like a, a, a poor man's Lou Ferrigno, he's constantly hunched over and, and foaming at the mouth with these eyes that just like, the burning eyes, oh, these yellow eyes. No, I mean, they're white, but fucking aunt may's in the corner crying uh yeah so he beats this woman to death with this fucking bottle and giggles his ass off does he sure does <laughs> beats her fucking head right in like she she gets fucking uh, pan's labyrinth oh that seems brutal <laughs> um so at the wikipedia says he stabs linda death with a broken bottle so who who could see he's bringing it down like he's beating her with it not stabbing her with it like it's not an in and out it's an up and down motion but i don't know i couldn't really see <laughs> do well yeah you can't tell there's no way of telling that's the way my, my my eyes interpreted it anyway so either way she gets fucking 86 with a bottle be it broken or otherwise so we finally get the payout on the piece we sure do because you want some peas here's some peas eat your peas ah that lingering plot thread comes to a, uh, a thrilling resolution <laughs> yeah thank god i don't know what i was gonna do if somebody didn't eat those fucking peas well scott gets some peas mistake gets some peas jennifer gets peas maria gets peas angel no peas no she doesn't want them they even give rick moranis and tom arnold some peas <laughs> they try giving him the booger but he just freaks out and runs out of the room something about conspiracy uh, theories grassy no yeah yeah something about hot lunch we're not sure <laughs> that's what's coming up tomorrow <laughs> they're putting hot lunch together with this fucking mess of turkey that was on the floor uh sure turkey if that's what you want to call what you got out of the toilet turkey that's what it turns into mush uh, i mean this is, they can give whatever they want to this poor girl because her parents are gone well, her parent we still don't know about the mother she could you know she still could show up at some point mistake is like doing more magic tricks with like a fucking egg or something and then he like gets yeah. up and like puts a bunch of food onto the spanish woman's plate he's like he's like here have some potatoes fantasia and here have a yam here have some raspberry cranberry so oops i spilled it all over your dress and she goes fucking loco <laughs> she's like a stupido a stupido <laughs> he's like ah uh, whoops he's like no my one attempt to get laid it'll never happen again he's like he's like oh come on you can wash it off of my bath with my my baño over there baño and uh they, like, walk off screen, and she's, like, going fucking nuts. And fucking the chick turns to the blonde guy. What's her name? Jennifer. Jennifer turns to what's-his-face, and she's, like, she's, like, Scott. Scott? <laughs> Jennifer turns to Scott, and she's, like, oh, my God, she's so Latin, it's crazy. And then it just cuts. It's one of the most, like, white people things I've seen in the movies we've watched recently. <laughs> where it's, like, a fucking blonde-haired, like, bleach white woman goes, ha, ha. How Spanish? <laughs> Latins, right? Am I right or what? <laughs> yeah, as she cuts into her burrito. Those spicy brown people. <laughs> uh, I've never met anyone like that before. Uh, fuck. 
Well, Mistake mistake takes this woman to the bathroom, and she goes in there to go wash her shirt. Which was a mistake, let's be fair. Yeah. Okay, she doesn't... Oh, all right. This woman goes in the bathroom and gets... She has, like, a little bit of cranberry sauce in her fucking shirt and just takes her shirt off and just stuffs it into the fucking sink and then just turns the faucet on. I mean, to be fair, it's cranberry raspberry. That's just gonna be really hard to get out. Yeah, but, like, what was she hoping to wear after that? I mean, like... Well, mistake. He's he's getting her his best shirt, his best shirt, Connor. Look, she didn't want any of his fucking shirts. I can can tell you that right now. She didn't want anything from that dude, okay? Like... (laughs) Well, he keeps going through his shirts, and he's like, ah, this isn't it. Ah, this isn't it. You know, he's going through the 71 tour, the 72 tour, the 73 tour. <laughs> he can't find the right one yet. Here you go. Wear my fucking Judas Priest shirt to Thanksgiving dinner. I couldn't find the Destroyer shirt, so he, he's, he's my Peter Frampton one. Here's my here's my Quiet Riot shirt. Uh, So... She's washing her her dress in the sink, and she turns around and, like, opens the fuck... For whatever reason, the shower's open, or she opens the shower, and um, Linda's in the fucking shower, and she's dead as fuck. And, yeah, she's got the bottle in her eye. Yeah, and Jay, like, creeps up by the door, and he's, like... He, like, pulls his pant leg up, and he's, like, rubbing the knife in his sheath by... In his, in his fucking cowboy boot, and he pulls it out, and he, like, puts her at knife point, and... Miss misfit. I almost said misfit. Uh, uh, mistake. <laughs> he, I'm just a misfit. <laughs> I'm not just a nitwit. Hey, don't kill her. Don't kill her, please. And okay, he's he walks back up this ba- this bathroom like guitar in hand, amp back on his back, and is attempting to plead with this woman's life while still wearing his fucking makeup and holding a guitar. Yeah, he's like, he's like, she's got to die, man. She didn't buy my VHS tapes, ah, my orbit. And fucking Mistake's like, dude, wait, man, I'll do magic tricks for you. I'll play a song for you. Don't let it go. He actually fucking says that to this guy, <laughs> like trying to bargain. Yeah, and he keeps like, he's like, take her. He's like, take me, take me. I'm like, do you know uh, this woman? Yeah, well, apparently he's in love with her. Vaguely. Have you met her before? Does she know you? Does she want you bargaining for her life right now? And then this movie made the same mistake that mosquito did the killer starts talking <laughs> he does start talking and he, he 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 tries to give us some like character development he's like oh my mom is a bitch <laughs> he's like he's like yeah he like raises the knife and just like makes something up he's like ah mom sent me to bed that one time ah and then stabs this woman i was trying to watch lost in space and she was vacuuming well, well, he drags her out into the middle of the woods. Yeah, he drags her like a hundred feet from the fucking house, and the whole time you hear a mistake going like, "No, please don't! I never think Take me instead." Little fucking wiener off screen. Look at this! I can, I, I can do a rising aces card trick. Come on, come on! But look, look! I get to put the fucking egg in my mouth. He's, he's doing like the fucking thumb trick like he's <laughs> <laughs> the fucking trick where like you like put your fingers together and twist your fingers and like wiggle them yeah he's doing like lame ass parlor tricks and like that's what gets maria killed he's just so fucking annoyed <laughs> he's sick of it she's in spanish she's saying stop it you're making it worse but no one <laughs> no one speaks spanish not even her apparently big shocker here connor 
when he stabs her in the chest, he laughs, and, and Mistake goes, no, no, no! <laughs> and she just fucking, eh, that's it. Yeah, and, like, this guy, just, that's that's his one, his gimmick in this movie is, <laughs> and then he's like, come here, I'm gonna plunge this movie into darkness for five minutes, here it comes! He's like the shopkeeper in fucking Resident Evil 4, just anytime you talk to him, no matter what, he's like, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what are you buying? <laughs> and when you shoot him, he just pops right back up. Um, so he like, so he kills Maria, and then him and Mistake have like a standoff. Um, I don't know. I couldn't see it. <laughs> I just saw Mistake's face in the uh, foliage, and then I saw Mistake's uh, shirt and makeup uh, coming out of the woods, and then he was murdered. What did he do to him? Because like there. This was a little involved, and some of it was kind of like, I don't know what happened, but there was a cool visual touch, which is like his guitar strings melting. Yeah, uh, this is cool. This like was a cool kill, but I don't know how the fuck we got to this. <laughs> like, Yeah, like he somehow backs him up to like the generator or something, or like some piece of electrical equipment, and like somehow electrocutes mistake on this thing, and also strangles him. I don't really know. It's Again, it's... Well, Mistake looks like he's hiding behind, like, some fucking equipment or something, but then the dude picks him up by the throat, and it looks like he's, like, just on the side of the building. Like, not trying to hide well at all. No, but it look he, like, Jay, like, wraps wire around his neck, and I'm like, all right, he's gonna strangle him. But then he, like, like, chokes him and then takes either end of the wire and then, like, sticks it in the guitar, and he fucking electrocutes him. And, like, Connor said, like, the fucking strings, like, glow, like, bright red and fucking, like, melt... It's a cool fucking kill. Yeah, but it's, again, like, the fucking car kill, like, this movie actually has a few sequences where you're like, that was awesome. Uh, everything else is, le- is really lethargic. Um, well, he's a soldier for Kiss, man. He's got to have the pyrotechnics for his kill. <laughs> Even his death had fire. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, Gene Simmons, be proud. <laughs> Do you think they buried him in a Kiss coffin? Probably. Oh, dear God. I'm just upset because I know those are real. They played Love Gun at his funeral? <laughs> Gene Simmons officiates the funeral. We're gathered here today because uh, one of our KISS army has fallen. That sounded like fucking Wolfman Jack. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> fucking KISS demon from WCW is there. <laughs> oh my, that was a thing, wasn't it? That was a thing, yep. Fuck me. Stupid. God, wrestling's dumb. Um. So yeah, he kills Mistake. Um... And then, like, Scott is out... What is he looking for? He's looking for firewood? Well, yeah, because the power goes out. Because er- earlier when the power went out initially was because of uh, Body by Jake. Um, and he, he, you know, Harold went out to go get gas for the generator, blah, blah, blah. But he said he made a comment like, oh, this generator is going to last like four hours and then it's going to die. And that's what happens. It's funny, though, because like, so, so Mistake dies and then we cut right back to Thanksgiving dinner and they're cleaning it up. <laughs> like, n- nobody came back to eat. They're just like, hmm, fuck it. I guess we'll just clean everything up. Whatever. Good night. And offhandedly, they're like, oh, Scott's like, oh, where's Mistake and what's a face? And he's like, I don't know. He's probably playing guitar or something. Whatever. Bye. And then uh, and then after he fucking dies, the power goes out. And he's like, oh, my God. oh I got to go get some fucking wood for the fire so I can keep it blazing all night or something. We need to have more scenes in the dark so the audience doesn't know how bad this movie is. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, he goes and fucking, like, wanders off into the woods. But, be, like, he's, he's a yellow floating blob at some point. 
um, and that's all you can see of him. Maybe his hair. Um, uh, until he gets like closer to the frame, and he stumbles upon Maria's corpse and has uh, no reaction. No. Oh! <laughs> A very, 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 very delayed reaction. This is where that ADR comes in, because it's like, okay, you gotta re-record your line for this, okay? Ready? Go. You're coming across the body. Here's the video. Oh. She's dead. Man. And then, like, the next scene, he's like, ah! <laughs> Jennifer! Jennifer! Like, if I... I'm not going to do it, but it's like top of his lungs yelling. This this level of emotion is very inconsistent because first he has no reaction, then he's overreacting, and then he gets to the house and he says, I found Maria's body, I think Mistake went crazy and killed her, and Jennifer, I swear to God, goes, oh my God, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jennifer, Jennifer's like in disbelief that even Mistake did it. She's like, what if there's somebody else? And he like poo-poos her immediately, like, ah! Who else would it be? He's like, only those. He listens to rock. Of course, he's capable of murder. Yeah. Scott's like, I didn't know. The kid's a psycho. And Jennifer goes, he listens to he listens to Kiss. He probably sodomizes dogs. Oh, Jesus. We're Christians. He's not. That's the end of story. But Jennifer's just so like, oh, my God. Do you think so? Did she? Re- yeah. Like, here, D- Joe, tell me someone. Joe, tell me right now. Tell me someone's been murdered. Oh, my God, Connor. Somebody's been murdered. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? Yeah, yeah. Basically, that's how she reacts. She's like, well, "What should we do?" She does like a stretch. She's like, "Oh man, this is really bad." <laughs> wow, we should probably stay in the house. Well, re- realistically, to be fair, if somebody told Connor that mistake was dead, it would be a totally different reaction than just somebody was dead. Oh my god, I fucking do a cartwheel, and I haven't did a cartwheel in like ten years. You would just make a sound of a fucking cork popping out of a champagne bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now we dine again um so uh, this all kind of comes to a head well they barricade themselves in the house for like 30 minutes oh they barricade themselves connor scott walks around the house gingerly (laughs) in the dark and locks every door except for the one in the back that ah bradley doesn't really use that i forgot about that one you know the main one you had to worry about he's a blonde frightened city man um uh in a place where there there was one spanish person so there could be more so he's not feeling very brave <laughs> look the the fire in the scene becomes very integral to the plot because nobody wants to leave it for whatever reason like it's some kind of safe haven yeah like jay is fucking frankenstein <laughs> Yeah, like he's afraid of, like, oh, we'll just stick a torch in the fire and burn him to death. Fire. Uh, yeah, Scott, like, goes in the kitchen and, like, gets a knife, and Jennifer's like, what's that for? And it's like, what the fuck do you think it's for? He's like, well, you know, to protect ourselves. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna cut some turkey. I'm really hungry. Uh, um, leftovers, duh. It's been 25 days since I held one of these babies. <laughs> It's been two Thanksgiving since I held one of these babies. Um, and they, they're, like, nothing happens for about five minutes. They simultaneously, e- they're either all about the kid or not about the kid. You know what I mean? Because they're like, oh, my God, where's the kid? But in this scene, they leave her alone for, like, 20 minutes. And Scott's like, oh, yeah, wait, where's the kid? And she's like, oh, she's in by the fire. And I'm like, there is a killer prowling around this house and you're just leaving the child by herself yeah whether it's mistake or someone that you don't know like regardless someone someone's dead and you need to be a little bit more concerned about this yeah well i mean again it's not their kid and uh scott's like i'm not gonna be financially responsible for this child yeah exactly well the whole time scott's scott's like oh i wonder where everyone is he's and he's talking oh linda and gail have been a long time and it's like oh you seem worried he's like well my they have my car 
worried about my car. Yeah, he's like, can't wait for them to get back so we can get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, what? Just leave. Like, get out of there now. I really hope I survive. I have a luncheon to attend tomorrow. I gotta do my Black Friday shopping. I need my car quick. <laughs> he, like, pulls Jennifer close. And again, they're so, like, lukewarm. He's like, he's like, just try to keep it together, okay? And she's like, I'll try. I really try. I'm really broken up by the Maria girl. This whole situation's so upsetting. Then they, like, go sit by the fire and he says i think we're okay like 10 fucking times and the little girls uh vanessa shaw's like only lines about this whole movie is i have to go to the bathroom and she says it like six fucking times uh and then doesn't she just like leave the movie uh yeah because and then we find out later what happens <laughs> and uh just real quick like a throwaway scott's like oh you know if it's not mistake who could it be who could who else could have found this place and i'm like I don't know, anybody? Anyone? Anybody that was driving down the fucking road? Like, you know what I mean? What is this, the fucking Bohemian Grove? It's a ranch! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's probably a sign down the fucking road that says this, you know, ranch this way. It probably has a sign that says private property, trespassers will be shot. It's ranch property. It's huge. Yeah, I'm sure it's posted. Well, no, it actually, Connor, it says, it says uh, trespassers will have their gas siphoned and battery stolen. <laughs> Trespassers will be will have petty crimes committed against them. We'll be robbed. We'll get body slammed on their fucking cars. Tres trespassers will meet Brock Lesnar. Just, just beware of Brock on the fence. Beware of Brock. Beware of body by Jake. <laughs> Security by body by Jake. They stick one foot or like into the chicken wire fence. You hear dun 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 dun, dun and then Paul Heyman's like, "Let me introduce you to my client." Trespassers will be bodied by Jake. <laughs> Oh, that's good. It's it's like the uh, what what is that called? The North Korean, South Korean, uh, the, the fucking line or whatever it's called. It's like that. It's like they're standing, they're staring at each other, but it's body by Jake, just foaming at the mouth on PCP, <laughs> just looking at at the fucking other people on the other uh, side. Dare you step over that imaginary line? They step one toe over. He comes in and clotheslines their fucking head oh off. Oh my god! <laughs> You're not worried about the property now. Nah, I got a I got a Brock who roams the forest. <laughs> he finds his own food. <laughs> It's you. Um, so Angel finally gets her wish, and, and Scott's like, okay, I'll take you to the bathroom. Here we go. And he's like, come on, come on, come to the bathroom. Here we go, here we go. Ah! Because fucking Body Bag Jake jumps out. He's like, oh, buy my fucking workout tapes. And he chokes him to death. <laughs> but he doesn't die. I got a whole warehouse of Betamax tapes I've been trying to get rid of. Twenty five ninety nine free shipping and handling. But uh, Jennifer sneaks up behind him and has, like, second thoughts about stabbing him. And then commits to stabbing him. Well, first she hits him with a fucking poker. And she's, like, beating this dude with a poker, and he's choking out Scott. And then he, like, backhands her into the couch and then continues to choke Scott. And then she finally picks up the carving knife and, like, stabs him in the back. It's kind of funny, considering how, like, tepidly she was reacting to everything, and now suddenly she's in fight-or-flight mode. And I'm sure Scott was like, whoa, babe, where's this coming from? Like... <laughs> Well, I don't. Was it the 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 carving knife, or was it the big fucking knife that uh, Jay keeps pulling out of his boot? It might be. It might be that one. It might be that. Either way, it's sticking out of his back the rest of the movie. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing too. Like Jennifer can't act for shit, but she acts really well when she doesn't have to speak, <laughs> because yeah, because she yeah. like I I believe her being afraid to stab this guy and then finally stabbing him and then being like hysterical about actually stabbing somebody. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that, that was pretty good. And this whole shot is great too, but because she comes down and it just sticks in like this dummy, but it's like right in front of the camera. I don't know. It's good. It's a good shot. I agree. I think I, you know, I agree. You know, she's not a great actor, but she plays off the, uh, 
this part of the, the character well, like the indistressed part of it. Uh, and so in being a guy who's on PCP, Jay gets stabbed and then is like, what else you got? Oh, yeah. He's fucking giggling his ass off. He's like, that fucking tickles. Time to kill somebody else. <laughs> also, at this point in the movie, I-, I guess they just had one shirt for this guy for the entire film shoot. And his whole front of his shirt's just drenched in sweat. And what I can only imagine is turkey fucking uh, juice junk. <laughs> well, this here's the thing, too. Like, so they stab this guy and they run out of there. But they forget the kid. <laughs> They're like, all right, let's go. Let's get out of here. Let's run away. And she's like, what about Angel? And he's like, oh, fuck Angel. And he runs back to the house and fucking Body by Jake punches through the fucking window and grabs this dude by the fucking face and pulls him back into the house and slits his throat. Okay, this this is a comical kill because he just takes this knife and then like it's an uninterrupted shot so you get to see all of this go down and he slides the knife across this dude's throat and this guy's acting like but there's like there's nothing happening in the area where he slit and it takes like a full like three seconds before someone to be like oh yeah blood (laughs) (laughs) am i the only one that just immediately thinks of goldberg anytime someone punches out a window i don't get that because back in the day, he had this fucking scenario, this behind-the-scenes skit. I forget who he was facing. Oh, my God. You mean the thing where he got 93 stitches in his arm? Yes, where he punched out a limousine window, and it was a, it was supposed to be fake, but it wasn't, and it, it almost cost him his life. Basically, short, long story short, yeah, Go, Bill Goldberg punched through a real fucking limo window and sliced his arm into oblivion. Oh, fuck. I never heard about that. Oh yeah, it's gnarly. Um, and it's and vi- you can watch it on YouTube. It's fantastic, and you can see him start bleeding profusely immediately. Oh my god, he slit like a fucking main artery or some shit on his arm. Oh yeah, Bill Goldberg is this. Bill Goldberg's also a strong motherfucker, is what you get out of that story. Well, yeah, but he's also a stupid motherfucker too. Yeah. Um, and then he does this and doesn't flinch. That's crazy just just a little insight into my mind i guess all right it's okay i make wrestling references all the time people look at me and go who the fuck are those people (laughs) i mean at this point connor unfortunately this happened uh probably 20 plus years ago just to date ourselves a little so eh. that's when wrestling was good because it's terrible now that's when it was real right we had fucking we had like ladder matches and fucking tables and chairs and we're beating the shit out of each other and we're fucking cutting each other and shit well at least we don't have gravy bowl matches anymore thank god oh god well the cutting each other i can do without we don't need any more new jacks in the world no we're good but i mean it was pretty sweet (laughs) we don't need any more guys walking around with fucking uh tic-tac-toe on their foreheads (laughs) yeah um I met Abdul the Butcher and watch him. Uh, I watched him stick two quarters into his forehead and watch them stay there. Uh, I was both mortified and fascinated. <laughs> well, he always has change for the Parkway. Oh, zing zang zoom! <laughs> oh my ew! Oh god. Um. Anyway, uh. So yeah, Jay slits Scott's throat and then his body takes forever to actually bleed. Um. And then he uh, slumps over and dies. And then we are stalking Jennifer through the house. And then he's laughing. And then Body by Jake is just laughing. And then it just cuts to morning, complete with a fucking co- crowing fucking rooster. Well, she she's hiding in Scott's apartment because you can still see the King Kong posters. That's how you know it's Scott's apartment. Oh. Yeah, she's in, like, a crawl space. Well, she just faints. And he looks around for, like, 30 seconds after that and just says, eh, I don't know, and just leaves. Well, he's high on PCP. He's got he's got to have something to do. Yeah, and but then she's just like in a crawl space? Question mark? Like what the fuck? Well, to me, it looked like she just fell fell over behind the fucking uh, the lazy boy and and 
you know, Jake just uh, didn't look behind there because he couldn't fucking see a goddamn thing. I know, but, like, the next scene, she's, like, opening a door, that, like, a, a crawl space door that's, like, in the closet, and she's, like, sneaking out of it. Oh, yeah, I don't know. He's, like, he's looking for her in the dark, and he smacks his knee at a table. He's like, fuck this. It's too dark in here. I can't see what I'm doing. I'll just kill her in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll wait till the sun comes up. He's like, someone turn on that. He hits the light switch. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm a dumbass. Like, what was he doing in, the, in in that six or seven hour period? Like, what was this dude doing? Was he just pacing around outside? Was he just staring, like, not blinking once? Like, what the fuck was he doing? Shooting up PCP and fucking eating some turkey, man. He was shooting at PCP and doing, like, uh, he was doing crafts because of being that high and being that, you know, uh, uh, elevated, you got to have something to do with your hands. He's having tea time with the dead bodies. <laughs> Stashing them away. He's b- Meanwhile, like, this knife is just in his back the whole time. <laughs> just bleeding from the mouth, from the fucking injury. He's like, man, that itches. I wonder if I could do anything about that. So Jennifer, like, walks outside and she's just kind of wandering around. It, this is, like, almost like... A, a Texas Chainsaw moment, like the original, like Marilyn Burns is just like walking outside, and then like uh, Body Bay Jake appears and like grabs her and starts fucking with her. Like he doesn't kill her; he just starts like throwing her on the ground and dragging her around and shit. Um, and then she screams once, and then they loop this scream oh, yeah. about eight more times throughout this entire sequence, and it's very, very noticeable. Yeah. And then, like, a patrol car pulls up, and it's the two fucking uh, horny cops from before. (laughs) Who are now suddenly serious cops? (laughs) Yeah, sort of. Well, they find Gail's body. They're like, oh, is she alive? He's like, nope. And it cuts to the guy in the passenger seat just pumping a fucking shotgun like he's Arnold Schwarzenegger or some shit. Yeah, he's like, he's like, ah, that's a waste of boobs. And he's like, load that thing up. We're going to go fucking chicken hunting. And he's like, okay. And he fucking cocks a shotgun. And these guys are ready to fucking party. So they drive up to the ranch. And uh, Jennifer's just like outside laying on the ground. And fucking Buddy by Jake is just like, ah, he's just like laughing and like gonna stab her. He's just, he's like, he's like giving her noogies and like fucking pushing her around and shit. Like, it's like really grade school bullying at this point. Yeah, he's like messing with her. He, you know, he doesn't mess with anybody else throughout the whole movie and he just decides to take a sweet ass time. Yeah, this is the same guy who leapt through the air and crushed a man's skull with the hood of a car. Like, and now he's like, now he's like, I'll take my time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's like, well, this fucking knife in my back, you know, it doesn't feel that great, so I'm gonna just... He's, he's like, I'm at the finish line, might as well take it easy, you know, <laughs> I just shove around a little bit. <laughs> I'm victorious, here it comes. So the cops roll up, and they fucking jump out, and they're like, freeze, motherfucker! And he's like, no! And he goes to, like, stab her, and this dude, they just shoot him, like, in the leg, and she, like, runs, a- like, she, like, rolls away, and then they just fucking pump, like, two shotgun rounds in this fucking dude, and then he's down for the count. And then, all of a sudden, Jennifer just starts wailing. Like, wailing. And I was like, oh my god. And this guy's just like, relax, it's okay, you okay? It's gonna be okay, you sure? Alright, okay, come on, I'm a cop, I'm a cop, I'm a cop, come on, come on, get up, get okay, 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 okay. I'm a cop, show me your boobs, are you okay? Yeah. You okay? Nice ass. Get in the car. Okay, bye. Oh, oh. by the way, here's this plot point that we forgot to mention. Uh, Angel was wandering down the street and we picked her up. <laughs> She's in the back seat. We forgot to film the part where Angel ran away to the highway and yeah. flagged down the cops. Here's, here's a missing scene for you explained. Let me tell you something. This little girl is wandering around in the woods in the middle of the night on a fucking ranch 
and somehow she makes it to the fucking highway and somehow the cops just happen to be driving by and two grown ass adults got lost yes. on the way back that's that's is my point like she should have been fucking eaten by a bear or a, or a fucking mountain lion or died of the, of like the cold like hypothermia she comes up to the cop she said some man ate our turkey and killed my daddy <laughs> she's like she's like please officer you gotta help me I, we had a we had a run in with this guy this really disgusting guy you might have heard of him body by jake <laughs> he keeps trying to pawn off his his workout videos to us it's really we don't even have a betamax player they're too expensive dad said he was big with the infomercials in the 90s we don't even own a vcr you know, Scott was going to pick up one on Black Friday. He got him for cheap for 400 bucks. <laughs> he offered us the one Laserdisc edition, but nobody has one of those players. It was signed, but we just didn't want it. Uh, so, yeah, they, they explain that, and then, like, someone checks on Jay, and then, fucking shocker, the movie ends with him opening his fucking eyes. Yeah, the cops, like, go over, and he's like, he's like, you keep an eye on this guy. I'm going to go back to the car, and he's like, okay. And then it's like... You know, it's not even dramatic. It's like this slow, like, close-up on Body by Jake, and he, like, slowly opens his eyes, and then it cuts to black. That's because it's it's slow because you're, like, as a viewer, I think even that time period, you're probably like, he's going to fucking open his eyes. He's going to fucking open. Yep, there it is. Open his fucking eyes. Super PCP, man. There's no stinger. There's no, like, he doesn't jolt his eyes open. He, like, slowly opens them really wide, and then it just cuts, like... And that's it. That's actually it's actually him doing like agonal breathing. He's like one eight hundred body by Jake. Buy my shit. Yeah, that 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 was the post credit scene that we forgot to watch. <laughs> I'm good. Um, so that was Home Sweet Home. Uh, pretty much. There was a quote about this being a Thanksgiving uh, slasher movie. Oh, along with Blood Rage, uh, Blood Rage, and the faux Thanksgiving trailer from Grindhouse is one of the few slasher films centered on a Thanksgiving holiday, and one of the few slasher films to be directed by a woman. That is actually notable. Yeah. Well, we were talking about doing Blood Rage this year, but I wanted to save it for next year because I wanted to see, you know, just how it went. And Sean had brought this up, and he was like, "Well, what about Home Sweet Home?" I'm like, "I never fucking heard of this movie before," which was so strange because I'm like. I, again, like, I like to pride myself on the fact that, like, I know all these, like, weird niche horror movies, and I had never seen this or heard of it. Well, this this movie is on um, a list of something called the Video Nasties, which we've mentioned before. We haven't really gone into detail for, uh, about. The Video Nasties are a list of movies that the UK banned, uh, or at least they, they declared them obscene um, in, like, 1984. Uh, and they were pulled from stores. Uh, b- uh, some of them were butchered and then re-released. Uh, I think My Bloody Valentine, the original one, was subject to that. I think there's still scenes mis- missing from that movie. Um, and some of them were just never seen again. Uh, and you can look up these movies, and this is on that list. Yeah, it was a big censorship issue in Britain, or in like in, in all of England. Um, and it was it was spearheaded by this fucking political uh, old political woman who was just like these are disgusting and nobody should ever watch them ever so let me take away everybody's right to watch them that wants to bye yeah and it's it operates very much like uh fucking satanic panic or like any of the comic book panic like any moral panic you you might be familiar with um 
I think the difference here is like this this stuck for a while and these mm-hmm. films were kind of hard to find for a bit. Um, but some of these movies, like a lot of you are probably familiar with, uh, like The Beyond is on here, Evil Dead is on here, The Burning is on here. Every movie that begins with Cannibal is on here, for fuck's sake. Um, well, yeah, like Cannibal Holocaust was a big one, like Faces of Death and, and shit like that. Like a lot of the Italian yeah. gore fest movies um you know a lot of fulci stuff what was on that list yeah like exploit like the gestapo's last orgy is on here like exploitation central right and yeah i spit on your grave shit like that you know what i mean last house on the left last house on a dead end street shit like that um but honestly like watching this movie like unless this is a version that was butchered post-release this really isn't that bad in terms of in terms of content, I know the year it came out. You know, the year it came out, everyone was a little sensitive, but like this is really tame. But most of these flicks weren't as intense as they were made out to be, either. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like sometimes it was just based on the cover art, and they were or the name, and they were like, "Well, that's fucking banned. See ya." It was the kiss makeup. That's what did it. Yeah. It's- <laughs> They were like, sex, violence, and rock and roll? This movie can't be seen by anyone. <laughs> All three check marks. Um, so this movie has like that kind of uh, applying a novelty uh, effect to it. Um, it's gotten some... It actually has like a strange reputation, apparently, from my understand. Uh, and as I said earlier in this uh, episode, the actor who played... Uh, uh, Jay has has no sense of humor about being involved with this, and I guess is very upset with it. Which, like, dude, if the people who are in Troll Two can come at it that side, like, you know, smiling, then you can probably calm down. Yeah, but those people also never did anything else to hurt their career. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, just just as your career as a potential strongman didn't take off, doesn't mean you gotta get all uppity with people who want your fucking autographs. Like, like the dad in that movie is a dentist in real life. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. I'm, fr- I'm friends with him on Facebook. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's a fucking cool guy. All right, so for Thanks Garbage, we're we're gonna pick a food item that's in our Thanksgiving spread, our uh, our feast. Um, so yeah, uh, this is a turkey leg for me. Um, I'm, you know, I'm having a good time with it. It's kind of delicious, and I love it. But I'm telling you, that tryptophan starts fucking kicking in in some spots in this film. Oh, that is a really good way of summing this up, because there's parts of this movie that surely would some make some people take a nap. It's got a little dark meat in there, too, much like the lighting in this film. Yeah, that's basically that's basically how I'm, I'm attacking this, because, like, it's tasty as fuck, because it's just, it's it feels good. It's one of those slashers that's kind of, it's kind of slow-paced, but it's enjoyable. And it's totally um, one of those flicks that I would just pop on every year. Now I'm going to watch it every year along with Blood Rage. Um, this, now, now I got this. It's this mutilator and Blood Rage for my little fall festivities before we hit Christmas. Um, so, so yeah, that's uh, I'm a turkey leg with this one. Uh, I like it. Thumbs up. Um, so uh, I appreciate. Okay, I appreciate slasher movies from this era a lot. And good or bad, I will usually sit through one of them. Um, I'm not crazy about this movie. Uh, it's a little boring. You can't see half of it. Um, and there's really not much to it. Uh, but again, like, th- these movies are like, are like fucking candy. I mean, I gobble them up. But uh, this movie is uh, uh, someone's homemade cranberry sauce because I fucking hate that shit. Um, and it might taste okay, but I fucking hate the way it's made and it does not compare to the canned kind, okay? Ah. Uh. At all. Yeah, I disagree with um, you on that one, Connor, but that, 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 <laughs> me too, because I love a good homemade cranberry sauce. It's like specifically like a family member's homemade 
<laughs> like a shitty one though yeah like a, like a shitty homemade cranberry sauce <laughs> and then like and then like no one everyone eats the canned shit and this just sits in a fucking bowl and festers and then eventually someone throws it away <laughs> i i would have to say that this movie i i, I kind of have like a two-part response to this I'm going to have to make a call back to something I said earlier in the film. This movie is kind of like the Griswold family turkey. You know, it looks good on the outside, and they cut in, and it's just filled with fucking air. But to to go even further with that example, you know, you, you, you still eat the turkey, you dip it in the water, you choke it down, because it's like there's a little bit here and there that you can get into. Like, some of the kills are kind of cool. This guy's overacting is kind of like a little bit much to even take in. And then uh, you take your plate and you throw it out. And then, uh, you know, to find this movie, you just dig in and pull out some of the fucking bones and the, the, you know, the stuffing that didn't quite cook all the way through. And that's what this is to me, man. It's just, uh, uh, I like parts of it, but it's mostly just a disappointment to me because like Connor said, you can't see a lot of it. And just these characters, I know that uh, it's a bit of a trope with horror movies, but they are unbelievably stupid and annoying. And uh, that's just, uh, yeah, so, so turkey bones uh and and your your fucking dirty little plate when you're done eating that's what this film is like you don't even use the fine china for this one it's on a fucking paper plate (laughs) not even like a good dixie plate yeah with a spork those one ply shitty fucking paper plates that like leak yeah (laughs) fucking turkey oil goes right you got the gravy on there it's just all over your hands by the time you get it to the table seeps under your pants because you can't sit at the table and you're gonna sit it on your fucking legs yeah you, you, you take this movie out for dinner and they make you sit at the card table with the kids <laughs> <laughs> many of thanksgivings so we're gonna do like a little a little mini retrospect here um looking back on on the films that we've done thus far and and, and we're gonna we're gonna give thanks to the garbage that that makes the show possible and and uh always holds a special place in our hearts i want to start things off with uh you know what i'm thankful for and i'm sure you both can agree on this is dr joe buchanan <laughs> Holy, like, that's just, that's the most obvious answer, because, like, I have, it's been years since I've, I've contributed to an an inside joke that has developed this fucking much to the point where, like, at this point, we could probably do an onstage presentation about the fucking MDU timeline and just point (laughs) to certain, like, cataclysms, like, it's, it's insane, (laughs) also, we've, like, posthumously turned John Hurt into this fucking, like, anti-Doctor Who just goes around time and space just, like, fucking with everybody. (laughs) And now I'm reminded that he's dead, and I'm very sad. But, <laughs> but is he though? Yeah, is he dead, or is he? Did he leave this timeline? He's not dead. He just went home. And his home is his home is the Speed Force. <laughs> I think so. He's interdimensional, man. Who knows? Um, I am extremely thankful for uh, all the time I've spent doing this. It's been a wonderful time the entire time. Uh, I don't think I've truly hated anything we've done so far, and it's really made me appreciate. Um, uh. It has made me appreciate going to the movies and seeing something that's, like, kind of bad. But being, like, it doesn't matter. It's not any worse than what I watched last week. <laughs> um, also, for, like, revisiting stuff like Equilibrium, which I thought was going to age like shit, but actually end up being one of my favorite episodes we've done because all of us were like, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, even Tate Diggs and his fucking feather face. And then, like, we had some really kind of, we had some conversations that weren't really centered on comedy where kind of we were picking that movie apart in a way that I really like picking movies apart, which is, like, layer by layer, piece by piece, and pulling all the meaning of it. Um, and I really enjoy doing that. Um, so, yeah, I'm thankful for a whole bunch. I'm going to say I'm, I'm thankful for both Rumpelstiltskin 
and um, Monster in the Closet, uh, because it though those two films are kind of like what has what what the what the seedling was uh, for both um, to get together with both Connor and and Sean um in their in respect in their own respective ways and i'm i'm just thankful for getting this together with you guys and getting together every week and just talking about movies that we love and hate and and you know that can all be atoled for with a fucking shitty troll demon and a fucking nestle crunch bar joke you know what i mean paul walker <laughs> To add to that, I'll name something else I've been thankful for. Uh, when we watched Monster in the Closet, I was in a very bad part of my life. Um, and since then, I've uh, cleaned up a lot and straightened up a lot and really improved things. So I'm kind of thankful for everything that's happened between then and now. <laughs> that's that's pretty. That's good, man. I remember that night when I came over and we watched that. Yeah, we got fucking blitzed on whiskey and watched that whole movie. <laughs> sure did. Sure did. Did you did you pull the xylophone out and try to imitate uh, the old doctor? We kept harping on the fact that it was Paul Walker, and we couldn't believe it. <laughs> I still can't believe it. I think I think uh, I think uh, this year so far has has been awesome, and um, I'm looking forward to 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 keeping this going with you guys. Also, um, we're we're priming up, baby, because next month. We got some fucking Christmas shit coming for you, so, you know. We have some really good Get stuff. ready for that. <laughs> like, literal Christmas shit. It's like those turds that, uh, those turds that Judy's mother had in fucking Night of the Demons. Like, that's what we're oh, talking yeah, about. Oh, yeah, baby. Here, folks. Have some, f- fucking cook up some fudge logs, because they're coming. And all these wrestling references will have a very nice payoff. Yeah, we're going to be trashing through the snow for sure. I think you guys pretty much covered it. I mean, I could sit here and say I'm thankful for more peas. Uh, you know, the peas keep coming back up. Um, you know, I'm just, you know, finally remembering back on Tom Arnold flicking them across the room at Rick Moranis. A movie that I didn't think would still be talking about this much longer after we did the episode. But, hey, that's how things work out sometimes. <laughs> you, know, they, you know, you know, Big Bully, Hug a Bunch... Frankenstein Unbound, I feel like those have been my go-tos, and, you know, let's see if it continues. This show has given me lots of gifts I didn't ask for. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it. That's Home Sweet Home from 1981, directed by Nettie Pena. If you want some more bad movie goodness, you can check us out at moviedumpsterpodcast.com. Follow us at Movie Dumpster on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also check out our sister podcast, The Phantom Zone, hosted by our very own Connor McGraw. You can find them at phantomzonepodcast.wordpress.com. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor McGraw. Happy Thanksgiving, and thanks for visiting the dumpster. Angel, honey, would you like some peas? No peas. No peas, no dessert.